Hey, podcast listeners, thank you so much for just taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode today. Hey, I would love it if you would consider subscribing to this and also leaving a a rating and review. That would mean so much to me. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Today, we're going to look at the differences of debt between generations. You'll be able to figure out, are you kind of on pace with your generation with mortgage debt or non-mortgage debt, or are you a little bit ahead of the curve? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Money Path show. And on today's episode, what we're going to do is look at the differences in debt between the different generations. So we're going to see, does the Gen Z, the Gen, the Gen Y, do they have more mortgage debt? Do they have more non-mortgage debt than other generations like the baby boomers? And you're going to be able to figure out, where do I fit in? Am I kind of on track with where my generation's at on average? Or am I a little bit below average? And do I need to take a step? to move forward or make progress with money. There was a recent survey that came out from Experian, one of the big credit agencies, and they have all this treasure trove of data that they can go through and figure out, you know, what is the average credit score? What is the average amount of credit cards that someone has in America? And they can filter it out by all kinds of different information. So I thought this would be interesting to show you guys and just take a quick snapshot of where each generation stands on a number of different financial items. So let's go ahead and take a quick look at that. All right, so what we've got here, you can kind of see here, the title of this chart is Credit Snapshot by Generation. You've got Vantage Score, this is essentially just your credit score. You've got number of credit cards, the average balance on the credit cards, number of retail cards, average balance on those retail cards, which I believe is also kind of lumped into this credit cards right here average mortgage debt and average non-mortgage debt. And then we've got for the five main generations right now. So what I thought would be interesting is let's go down each item and see which generation has the highest and lowest for each different category. So this is for credit score. So it's interesting here that the silent generation, which is um, typically a little older, they're gonna be the oldest generation right now. They have the highest credit score and then the youngest has the lowest credit score. That seems to make sense. You know, they, you know, the silent generation has most likely paid off a house or and has been paying on credit for years and years and years. Gen Z, you might just be getting your first credit card. I believe Gen Z is like um, up to 20 years old right now. The average number of credit cards, I thought this was kind of interesting. You know, you can, you can tell here with the Gen Z, they're just getting, you know, a starter card or two just to start to build some credit. But I thought this was interesting here that the baby boomers, they had three and a half on average. And then in the silent generation, it actually dropped. So people are getting rid of credit the older they get, which I thought was really interesting. You have less of a need for it. Obviously, as you get older, you're going to be taking less loans out, and, and there's really not necessarily a need to put any everything on credit. Average balance on credit cards. So Gen X, these are going to be people, I think, in their mid-30s to, I think, late 40s uh, or early 50s. And this generation has has significantly more debt than the other generations, except for baby boomers are kind of right on track there. So this is credit card debt right here. One of the reasons that could be is that uh, typically, you know, just I think the average divorce happens is going to happen to someone in their mid 30s to, to late 40s. And a lot of times when that happens, people have you know, it's a, you're going down from two incomes to one income and you might have some shortfall. You, people have struggled maybe adjusting lifestyle back to one income, so they end up having to take on some credit card debt. That's probably a, a portion of that. That's, that doesn't obviously explain all of it. So you can see here, again, with the Gen X uh, generation, 
they have the highest mortgage debt, even higher than Gen Y, which is interesting. And I think the reason that is is because more people in the Gen X um, section, they have more, they're more likely to have a mortgage. And I believe this is based off of an average per person. Whereas this, you know, you might have less millennials, Gen Y's millennials, you might have less millennials who have a mortgage quite yet. And so that number is going to be a little bit, just a little bit lower. This is really what I want to focus on though. The average non-mortgage debt. Things like credit cards, student loans, medical debt, things like that, car loans. This is typically debt that you, you know, most consumers don't want to have or they really are trying to get rid of. They don't like paying it. With mortgage debt, you kind of feel like, oh, you know, this is something that it's going to be around for a while. It's going to be an asset. It's going to be something that might potentially make money. But some of these other items, they're just things that we, as a consumer, typical consumer, just doesn't want to have. And so one thing that I thought was really interesting is Gen Z right here. So they've got about $7,000 of non-mortgage debt and then jumps in Gen Y jumps up about $15,000. $16,000. And the reason, the big reason that is, is this is going to be student loans. So Gen Z, they might be, you know, freshman in college or sophomore, just coming out of high school. Gen Y, you're feeling the full brunt of all the student loans. But what's even more interesting in that is that even after that, this continues to jump into, into the Gen Xers right now. These are things that they might be um, upgrading a car and they might have a nicer car than they did when they were, when they were in the Gen Y or, the, or, or you know, when they were in that kind of phase of their, of their life. What I really, really want to focus on are these three, the Gen X, Gen Y, and Gen Z non-mortgage debt. For the Gen Xers, you have to be thinking, okay, do I really want to go into my later years? You're getting, you're, you're, you might be 15 to 20 years away from retirement. And right now you're saddled with, on average, about $260,000 of debt. Do you really want to be going into retirement saddled with all that debt? You're not going to be able to enjoy retirement as much. And you might actually, it might actually prevent you from building wealth as much in the next 15 to 20 years leading up to retirement, which is crucially important. For the Gen Wires, Think about that too. Do you really want to be in the silent generation, which is you know probably your grandpa and grandparents' age? Do you really want to still have $15,000 of debt? Or do you really want to just be enjoying what you've worked on? Do you want to be enjoying the uh, wealth that you've built by that point? One thing that this chart doesn't show is just how impactful debt can be. With debt, it's always money that's going out and it's less money that you then have keep back and then to build wealth over time. So don't use this chart as something to shoot for to say, well, if I'm a baby boomer, when I get to that age as a millennial right now, in 50 years or 40 years, if I still have a little bit more debt, then it's fine. Don't think that way. This is the average. So do you really want to still be having debt when you're, when you're that age, when you're getting ready to retire or when you're a little bit into retirement? That's just money that's taken away from stuff that you could be doing like traveling or spending it on your grandkids or or starting a college fund for your grandkids, things like that. So what I really, really like to focus on is just the importance of think about your debt right now. If you're a millennial or you're, you're uh, you know, a Gen Xer, think about what that debt could prevent in the future from you doing. It's just going to be, it's just going to inhibit you from continuing to build wealth in the future because it's money leaving your hands, going to someone else, paying interest, buying a nicer car than you may need. You're just transferring money directly out of your pocket 
into somebody else's and you're helping to make them wealthy versus yourself wealthy. And I'll end on this. I've met with too many people who are in the baby boomer and silent generation in, in even just the past six months. I've met with way too many people who have been saddled with debt their entire life and they're now sitting in my office or I'm now having a conversation with them and they are struggling to pay rent or they're struggling to buy groceries or they're still having to work in their late 60s or early 70s. This is, and, 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 and that's a culmination of different decisions that they made over those, over those years. But a lot of times this is what debt can do because non-mortgage debt is one of the biggest inhibitors to building wealth over time. I can guarantee you, almost every one of those people that I've worked with and I've talked to said, I really wish I wouldn't have had that nice of a car. I wish I would have just gone a little bit lower or I wish I wouldn't have spent, I wish I wouldn't have got a new car every three years or every four years or leased a car or spent all that money on a credit card. I don't even know what that money went to. I can guarantee you every single one of them would say that and they say I regret not spending money wisely and putting everything on debt and then getting you know paying all this interest over time and I don't want this to discourage anyone who's watching this who might be in their 50s or 60s who are who is in that position it's never too late if you're still working and you're still bringing income in and you you know you can knock through the debt and you can make progress i just want to use this as a, a warning to those of you who are younger who are in your 30s who are in your 20s or who are even in your teens going into college don't let debt be persistent all throughout your life you want to be on this chart. You want to be one of the people who are bringing that average down. You want to be there. Ask yourself this question. If you were to look at this chart, would you rather be on the side of things where you're bringing that average down or you're bringing it up? I hope this video was helpful for you today. And if you really want to talk to somebody about how to pay off debt or if paying off debt is a goal of yours, or you just want to get in more information about what that could look like or why it's important, I would love for you to connect with me. Go ahead and comment below or shoot me a message on here and we'd love to talk to you.